The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson uh, and uh, returning guest Charlie Clawson, uh, Gareth Reynolds is here. Hello, Gareth. Hello, Will. Uh, this is we started very formally. Yes. Hello, Will. That was hello, actually, everybody. That was actually yeah. This is if you are hearing this. If this you're is, hearing this, this is Gareth. How am I doing? Hello. How's the podcast? Where is the audience? I don't see them here. This is Gareth's new character, man who's podcasting for the first time, and it is a really rich character. Wouldn't that be great if you actually you did that? Like you go, oh, I'm doing a thing. It's like Memento. Yeah. So every time I go on a podcast, it's like I'm trying to repiece my own life story together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you write you write all the various bits on your arms yeah. during the day just to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always down for that. Yeah, I I am. Um, I wonder how much of your day that you do just forget. Like I was reading an article the other day um, about uh, how essentially it's people who remember everything are tormented by that. It dri- drives them absolutely crazy. People who have those you know photographic memories yeah. and that incredible power of recall. Like there's something that's like inherent within us in an evolutionary sense that enables us to forget most of what happens in every day. Yeah, you know which, like? is, which is pretty which is pretty amazing right off the bat. Just the idea that like yeah, every, you know every moment we have extreme focus on what's going on and at the end of the day, yeah, you yeah. know, you really weren't it really didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Put your head on that pillow and etch a sketch it away, hey, my friend. Just go to sleep, dummy. Come come back tomorrow, do it again. Wake up tomorrow and have no fucking idea what you're doing one more time. Stupid. Put your head on that pillow. You've had a long day of doing things you won't ever think about again. Yeah, it's amazing how much that we. I mean, obviously, I, like I forget a lot these days, which is obviously you know smoking pot and stuff like that. But it's also, I think, that you have so much more to remember. I think, uh, like, there is. I agree. Like, I definitely think uh, you know pot does probably doesn't help. But I think you also there's so many things. Like, there's just so many things that you do. There's so many things. Like, and the truth is, there's in I think in stuff like what we do and shit, you you meet so many people too. That you know, it's it's crazy. Like you, there's there's people that you'll meet who, like you've met five times, oh, yeah. and you don't remember. More. You know, and you feel terrible. Just like the, you- just like there's situations that'll get brought up to you by your friends that'll be yeah. like, "Do you don't remember?" I'll be like, "I do not. I do not remember this day that is super important to you. I don't remember it. Right? I don't. It sounds great. Yeah, I, but- I sound hilarious in it." Right. But I have no recollection of this day. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting, isn't it, how important somebody can be in your life. Like how much you can get hung up on trying to prove someone wrong or yeah. you know, whatever. And that person has never once ever thought about that incident ever yeah. again. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just like, just like the, uh, you know, like I always love when you walk down the street and you like are crossing by, you're either walking, you're crossing paths with someone or someone's like doing something and you just get that, you get the two seconds of them and the two seconds are just phenomenal where like the person is just like on the phone, just like, look, if the dog's pooping and then like walks by you and you're just like, whoa, that's a nice little gap. That's good to, good to know you, sir. A little snapshot, isn't that's it? That's all you get. You're like, all I know about you is that you had a dog poop problem. Right, but you never know if you're a cameo in somebody else's story. Oh, I, um, we both are. I know I am. Jesus, the amount of shit that I've probably said just like to someone walking down the street. I mean, it'd be interesting to know, and this is the thing I always say when people like talk about somebody being nice or not nice. Yeah. Like people can be. You can, you know, you can hear uh, like about somebody, hey, I really like this person or they're a really nice person or whatever. Yeah. But that does not mean that everybody's experience of that person yeah. will be that. There's few, Because yeah. you are experiencing different people in different capacities at different times of your day every day. Yeah. And also some situations have a winner and the loser. So you are in a situation where there is no way but to, you know, have another person, you know, not not like you or be angry at you or like you know think that you're a ter- like you know I mean this is just the nature of human existence. It's also like one of those things like when you are like if you you know when you're like if you go out with somebody who's like fairly famous, right? Like if you like for me when I've like featured with people who are uh, you know popular, you'll see them in interactions and. You're kind of like, yeah, he maybe, you know, maybe that guy was, he just wasn't in the best mood in that moment. So for these people, they get to meet this person one time. For the person who everyone wants to meet, they meet so many of these people and have to be normal that that's why, like, when, you know, you see an interaction that's sort of curt or short and someone's like, mm, you're like, well, that, he's a very nice person. So right. it's a shame your snapshot <laughs> is this moment where you're like, he didn't even look into my eyes, you know, or whatever the fuck the complaint will be, you know. He didn't even look up from his children and his baggage. He, he get this. He was he just kept eating. Eating. Like he was at a restaurant, which he was, but like he was at a restaurant. He kept blowing out those candles. He he kept talking to his mother. <laughs> her, she was on her deathbed. Right. And she couldn't hear he any kept, of this shit. He didn't look at me once. Once. One time. He didn't even turn around. She was in a coma. He literally goes, in get out of here. This is only for family. It's right. like Wow. 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 I mean... Wow. And you're from a blue-collar family? Wow. 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 I mean... I mean... Wow. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, if you were to take any quote from this experience, it's wow. Honestly, just wow. It's just... Do you know what I mean? What a dick. (laughs) What an asshole. But that's the thing, right? It's Obviously, it's from everybody's experience and you are going to, like, you are going to have experiences of these people throughout the day. If you are a person who has never had a bad experience with the police force, then you might live under the assumption that nobody has a bad experience with the police force. Whereas if you've grown up in a neighborhood or with a color of skin that has meant that all your life you've been treated as a suspect, you, you know what? It might just be that you have a different perspective. The cops are uh, like, and the cop. Also, like, I should point out, I did just listen to Straight Outta Compton straight before this podcast, uh, so I did suddenly I, realize I went a little bit. Be, uh, I can't wait to see that movie. That movie could be bad, and I'll still probably really like it. You know what? I, you know, there's been a, there's been some uh, controversy. 
over the... Well, uh, well I, I love controversy. Well, uh, apparently, there's a little bit of talk that, say, Ren, for example, uh-huh. and uh, Eazy-E, uh-huh. well, obviously, Eazy-E is dead, but yes. the estate of uh, Eazy-E... Eazy-E's or is estate. The, yeah, the Eazy-E My estate. My guess is it's not that big. Right. Yeah. Uh, Eazy was spending. Uh, well, it turns out that they, they're kind of, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't get a lot of... Right. You know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're not getting a lot of... Like they're the, there, but yeah, but they're not. It's not from their point of view, right? Right. They're not the main character in well, this. Well, but in the defense, a little bit of the movie, without even having known anything about it, right? Easy E's story it takes a really weird turn after NWA. Yeah, and, sure. And was weird. I mean, you know, the story takes a crazy turn. Like honestly, like I remember buying Easy E's first solo album, uh-huh. and it, like every song is just about fucking <laughs> so like when he had aids you were just like well i am not shocked sounded like easy was pretty fucking easy right it was you know i mean what was in his name yeah he was yeah he put it out there he was easy yeah 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 I he's mean, like yeah. um you can bang me andre the rapper right. <laughs> who's died of chlamydia uh so sad so sad because when he was telling the crowd the story they just kept clapping <laughs> i was like no i got the clap they were like come on so clap <laughs> <laughs> I know you're waving your hands like you just don't care, but here's what you should care about. Yeah. SCI prevention. <laughs> I have the clap. We got it too, man. You're the best. No. No. <laughs> yeah, so apparently they're not getting the starring roles. I guess that would be... You know, I mean, when it's a group, yeah. everyone considers the story to be about... Like, you know, Ringo still gets a fair amount of, like, airtime in all the Beatles movies. Yeah. Even though, Too let's be honest, yeah. like, yeah. Ringo is pretty much the reason somebody thought that you could invent a <laughs> drum machine. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Ringo had was he, like, looked like the others. Right. I mean, yeah. No. Enough. Far, he looked enough, enough like yeah, the others. Yeah, no, true. They, yeah. Didn't, they didn't even do an extensive no, search. They, they just picked like a they, fan. They could have found someone better. Yeah, for sure. Mean? Yeah. Like, he was the first best available option. I mean, it really was. I like, mean, they were going to be the most popular band in the world. Yeah. They could have found another guy. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, it's <laughs> but the, their approach was... They were like, the flight leaves at seven. Get a guy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we're the, probably the greatest band that has ever existed. Yeah. And how good this? One of the guys was just, he'll do. Yeah. And then they still <laughs> fed him songs. Right. Oh, no, we'll give him a go. Yeah. Repeatedly, he, Ringo is essentially, you know, that you know, in the bobsledding, there's someone in that team who's essentially their job is dead weight. Sit there, yeah, just sit there. Sit but there. I mean, you can't do it without them. No, that you need them, right? You but need them. If they get pneumonia, right? You can find another sit guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> the sit sit guy, yeah, sit guy knows his place when it comes to right. like the like the Olympic scene. Yeah, sit guy'll stand behind. He's not going to grab the microphone. Right. He's sit not guy's just, happy to be there. Happy to be there. He can't believe he got a room, even I, though he's sharing it with some Yugoslavian. But you know the thing about the sick guy is that that's predominantly the characteristic of the sick guy. But within the sick guy scene, yeah, oh, there'll be one guy, uh, yeah, who's like like jockeys, yeah, who does not. There'll be yeah. this one guy who doesn't act like that at yeah, all. Who yeah. thinks it's all about the sick guy? Yeah, lucked himself and into a gold like, medal like angry, four years yeah, ago, right. and gets angry at the fact that people don't think that being the sick guy is a hard yeah. job. 
You're telling me that you could do it without me? Right. They didn't, the other guys didn't know how to sit. Sit. That was the difference. The other guys got fidgety. They weighed too much. Right. Every time they needed me to sit, they'd be like, where's Larry? I'd be like, I'm sitting. sitting. I'm already sitting. Right. I didn't leave that motherfucker. I slept in the bobsled <laughs> while sitting. While sitting. I, yeah. I slept sitting. I have blood clots in my back. I have deep vein thrombosis. I have chlamydia. <laughs> Separate incident. Dine of the clap. <laughs> <laughs> Separate incident. I used to rap. <laughs> Clapping Larry. Who saw it coming? Let try. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but this all came from uh, what did it come the from? police? It started from the, you saying the thing about the police. Oh. Maybe they weren't even trying to turn that into anything. Well, I wasn't. Well, I mean, all I was really saying was that you know you have obviously context plays such an amazingly yeah. important role when it Which, comes to anybody's opinion of pretty much anything. And yet we, like- and yet we so often think that experiences are universal and project them in the media as if they're universal, as everyone yeah. should believe, you know, feel the same way about something. Or, yeah. you know, we're always amazed that some person doesn't share somebody else's opinion. How are we amazed by that? Yeah. It's well, amazing also- that so many of us agree on shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like nobody gives a shit about anything unless it's in their backyard, you know? Like right. that is, I mean, and you can get that, but... Yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a, anytime I think about, anytime like I'm on a, like a plane and I'm like, oh, the Wi Fi is garbage, I'll just go think about Africa and then I'll think about it for two seconds and be like, eh. Yeah, you'd be like, well, I could fucking Google Africa if yeah. this Wi Fi wasn't <laughs> yeah, so yeah. shit ass. You know load. Is- load. God, I want to just see Africa so I can feel bad. I'll tell you what, though. Planes <laughs> demonstrate to me, planes with Wi-Fi demonstrate to me uh, how distracted I am when I think I'm working hard at home because yeah. I get so much stuff done when I am trapped, not being able to just, like, go for a little wonder and play some song and, yeah. you know, like, look at some film you're, clip on you're YouTube. You're plane productive. Like, oh, man, crazy. I, yeah, I go back and forth. I've become so addicted to sleeping on the plane. Like, that is my first priority when I get on a plane. So anytime I get on a plane, my, what I'm thinking about is how can I turn this situation into a sleeping situation? Reggie Watts. Uh-huh. Uh, you need to, this is, maybe this is an approach you could take okay. because it was the best. Okay. So Reggie Watts was sitting across from me. Uh-huh. And Reggie Watts, for, I, I assume most people know what Reggie Watts looks like, but if yeah. you don't know, he has massive, like, you know, Sideshow Bob-esque, yeah. like, mop of hair. Huge. Which I now realize is just perfect for him being able to sleep comfortably. Is that right? And it's like, essentially, he's grown one of those giant neck pillows but around his a whole but the, head. the neck pillows are ineffective. Yeah, but he's just around pillow, his head. Uh, exa- a Essentially, head he's fallen back into like a like it's like it's like he's in a hotel and they've given him five pillows, and what? that's what his hair is, and he falls back into it like uh, sort of. It's see. like memory foam almost, right? Oh my, well, his literally, hair, yeah. His hair's made of memory foam. <laughs> his head's and made he of memory puts foam. It back and he's in this like beautiful like hair cocoon that he can sleep in, and just <sighs> it was. I've never seen someone look so peaceful on a plane. Wow. I was like, they should give out Reggie Watts wigs. Uh, well, what they like should in, do is in, make a head pillow. Like in first class. Yeah, in first class. Watts. Would you like a Watts? Would you like a... Mimosa. Water. Watts. <laughs> Watts helmet. Mimosas. Waters. We'll be doing a food pass in a minute. Does anyone want a Watts head? <laughs> anyone want some Watts hair or Watts head? If you plan on sleeping. 
Hit the button if you do. Uh, excuse me, do you have the uh, What's Head by Dre so I can listen to the... Yes, but this okay. requires batteries. Okay, that's fine. Yes, it's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, Dre, yeah. Dre's story now, like the difference. Yeah. Oh well, this is. I mean, this is. I mean, it's kind of crazy now, isn't it? In retrospect, that like these guys, these young punks, like from NWA, that yeah. now Dre would be. Dre Dre makes headphones and Ice Cube makes comedies. He's okay. Here's what I'll. Uh, here's what I will say to you, or I'll ask you this question. Okay. I don't know if you're a big uh, fan of that style of music or not, but um, I was listening- black people. <laughs> I like the black people music. Hip hop, I was saying. Oh, I Which, love hip hop too. I love both. Predominantly. Where's the audience? Are they here? I can't see. It's hard for me to know where to play. Which camera to play to. And the cameras are not around, which is nice. It feels intimate. Uh, no, I love hip hop. Okay, so are you a Snoop fan? Yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your favorite Snoop? song if if i asked you to say what's what what do you think the best like like he has a lot of great tracks but Uh, like because i've and the reason i'm asking you this is that today i have decided unexpectedly to me that i have a favorite snoop song i've always been a fan of a lot of his stuff do you are you do you like a, a a hit or do you like a more like is this like a big song or is this more of a gem that you like well i mean i don't no is the correct answer to that. Okay. But here's what I will say is it's one of the it's not one of his most recognizable songs, but it is without a doubt a recognizable song of his. Right. So I that's why say... it kind of surprises me almost the most because it's like one of those songs that I always would have said I was like, "Oh yeah, that's kind of like my sixth favorite Snoop song." You know what I mean? Whereas I actually was listening to it today, it just came on unexpectedly and I was like, "You know what? I think this is the best the best Snoop song. Okay. I'm going to say Gin and Juice. Uh, you know what? Great. See, I, I would have thought that I rated Gin and Juice above this, but I don't. Okay. What out. do you got? Nothing but a G thing. Mm. Great song. That It's just a fucking... I mean, I think yeah. both he and Dre were well, certainly never better together. But yeah. it's just got all these fucking sweet little like bits in it that are just... Like you're like, oh, this invented a lot I, I of remember, shit. Like, I remember hearing about. I remember hearing about. I was being very, very white around the house by yeah. myself before you arrived, <laughs> listening to that. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> uh, I always remember hearing like a story about when they were making Snoop's album and Dre, like you know, because Snoop is like one, two, three, into the four. A Snoop Doggy, you know, so he, yeah. does, he counts like that. And he just, I remember just seeing him interviewed once and he just said, Dre goes, man, don't count regular. Just go one, two, three into the foe. <laughs> and he was like, cool. And then it became like, I, like, it's just such a great way of saying it, you know? But after, like, after all, yeah. I mean, that's just like, a, you heard that and you're like, that's amazing. Right. And that was just Dre being like, do it like this. It was yeah. a line reading. He has a capacity for turning what in anybody else's hands could be an ordinary but he just has a turn of phrase yeah. or a way of like I don't even know what because his mute like the music that he made isn't that varied like no. when you listen like when you listen to the stuff that he was making like right. there was like a keyboard but for some reason there was like it was just, just something was about just a the hit work. machine right yeah like two, when 2001 came out I was like dude this album <laughs> it's like what Dre, Dre's batting average for albums is insane solo what? albums and so then, okay, so here's the thing. He starts out as a rapper, 
All right. Okay. We get that. And then he goes into like producing records. Okay. We get that. That makes sense. Right. That's like a logical progression. Yeah. Who would have thought there'd still be another like beat, excuse the pun, in his life where he would actually become much more successful for something else altogether? I mean, not altogether, obviously, but like, you know. Well, I mean, talk about a legacy, right? Like that shit will go on. Like people will probably be using those headphones longer than people will be listening to his music. Well, if we still have headphones, what when the uh, when we get our Watts pillows, what well, uh, have <laughs> headphones inside of them? Is that what you're talking about? Watts hair. <laughs> so what you mean, like when yeah, we... my new internet startup Waddle? Yeah, Waddle. <laughs> That's gonna got be a huge great, in Australia. It's got a great double meaning. That's gonna be you huge know, it's in our Australia. national emblem, but at the same time. It's also Reggie's name, so it's actually that, it's Reggie Watts hair, but it's actually you, strands of waddle. Okay, this is going to be your Dr. Dre, right? This right here, what we're talking about, is going to be the thing that you're just going to be like, yeah. Well, I still do stand up, but right. you know, you know, this Go- is the house that Waddle bought. Here's here's the here's the problem, guys. Google Glass was a great idea, yeah. but nobody wants to wear glasses. Yeah, here's what people want to wear: <laughs> All right. Reggie Watts hair. <laughs> And it's so even that's right. Like, a lot of that is rhyming. Right. So it's now and, taken on a real showman aspect, and, which I'm loving. And I mean, Reggie will put a tune to it. So <laughs> it's going to have a great jingle. Good God. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, uh, I start up Waddle. Yeah. I mean, Reggie, like, gets a, like, but Reggie's like the, you know, he's, I'm, I'm kind of the Steve Jobs and he's the, the, yeah, you know, the he's, Steve Wozniak. He's Waz. You know? Yeah. yeah he's Waz. So he, for the first time in a long time, gets a cut. Right. He yeah. gets, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So Reggie gets a little cut of this, but yeah. essentially it's my business. Yeah. He's still doing his other jobs, right? Look, I mean, give him the hard sell, but I love what I'm hearing. Right. And so essentially, then it's like it's like Google Glass, but it's like from the waddle hair. Yeah. Yeah. Which is better. It's better. Yeah, because then you can actually carry on a conversation, sort yeah. of. I'm sure, the hair is going to look a little crazy at first. The boss might give you some static. Well, I mean, I, I bet like in Legoland, the first person who put on like a black hair helmet. Yeah. Was mocked by the other Lego, sure, right? Sure. <laughs> Wait, have you ever heard? Have you ever listened? Have you ever heard Dr. Dre's letter to his? Um, have you ever heard Dr. Dre's letter to his wife before when it was his girlfriend? No. Okay, I'm gonna read this to you because this is one of my favorite things. Okay. So this is like basically like he was. Um, is this his current wife? I believe it is his current wife. Yeah. Okay. So basically, like he he was scouting uh, places for California Love, the song he did with Tupac, uh-huh. with Hype Williams, and they were in the desert, and he somehow like stumbled upon some uh, of the Burning Man people. Okay. Okay. Yep. So this is the letter. It's really small, so hopefully I can read it. <clears throat> Nicole. Hopefully you doing well and you realize you need to stop fuck you need to quit fucking with Sadell and come to the doctor. I'll take care of you, baby girl. <laughs> Which straight off the bat's great. This is a handwritten letter. I'm in Nevada with hype looking at spots for this new video we are shooting for the single I told you Pac is gonna be in once he is out, called California Love. We met a bunch of crazy naked motherfuckers in the desert today. They were putting up some type of giant woodman. I guess they have a big party out here for a bunch of days. I asked them how much, how much will they get paid. They said nothing. I was like, no money? Someone should get behind this shit and make some loot off of these fools because <laughs> they said there will be at least 5,000 people. I think I'll have my office look into it just to see if there's any easy money to be had here. 
All right, I'm about to pass out, baby girl. I wish I was up in that ass. See you back in L.A. See you back in L.A., Dre. Billionaire. Yeah. Billionaire. Yeah. It's such a great letter. I mean... Because at the end, he starts, like, just thinking about something that shouldn't be in a letter. It's almost like he just kept writing. Well, what I like... Yeah, I, that's a weird thing to put in a letter. Crazy. Like a phone call, a yeah. transcript of a phone yeah, call. Yeah, for sure. No, that's fine. A podcast. Yes. Sure. When you're talking. Yeah. Letters are thinking and writing. Very different. Just stream of consciousness. Just writing about maybe the money he can make off Burning Man. <laughs> off Burning Man. To a girl he's trying to get to stop seeing another dude. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop fucking that. Up. What a journey that letter was. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, stop, stop fucking, that stop other fucking guy. with Sadell. Get with a guy who refers to himself as the doctor. Here, the, the key points of the letter are stop fucking with Sadell. Yeah. I'm in the desert. I'm in the desert. I'm doing this video. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of but crazy Tupac, people. When he, when he gets out. When Tupac gets, he gets out, out. When Tupac gets out. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of crazy fucking people here. Yeah. I wonder if I could make money off of those I wonder people. If I could Why don't those people that? make money? Yeah. I, man, I'm going to actually fucking look into that. Anyway, I wish I was fucking you, Dre. Right. Yeah. Well, and what I love about that the most is it shows that, you know, people who are good with business are always thinking about business. Yeah. Like his first thought when he saw the joy of Burning yeah, Man. Yeah. This thing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And that's really, I, think, I mean. Like most people have a transformation in the desert at yeah, Burning Man yeah. and they're changed <laughs> yeah, forever yeah. by it. And Dre's like. Dre was too, though. These, these people were in headphones, though, yeah. right? Most of the day, it's yeah. headphones. <laughs> That's why he's great. Dude, that's why he's got the PhD, dude. He's fucking thinking outside the box. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's like, I mean, he's made more money than, I mean, actually, here's a question that I'm going to Google. Oh, shit. How much is he worth? I'm going to, well, I might Google that. That's always a fun question. Yeah. But no, there's, there's a, a specific question that I'm going to Google that I do not know the answer to. Okay. But I, and I may, the internet may not know the answer to. Oh, it might well, be a question uh, now that- you're- now you're way off base. It may be a question that no one has ever asked the internet. What? Now, here's the thing. In the spirit of the internet, I might think that is true, and the minute I Google this, I might I find out it's a question the internet has been asked. I think you'll be shocked. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know if there is a question. How, okay, maybe it would be so like... So you don't think there's a question that I could ask about Dr. Dre on the internet that no one else has ever asked? I there you mean, go. That's the question. Do you do you or do you not believe I that this think, question has well, never? Well, I mean, I guess. Okay, no, no, because you could easily just be like, "Has Dr. Dre ever punched a clown underwater and they both threw up?" Okay, this is a this is a question that while. But I've asked that question, the one that I just said. Right. This is a. Log- and the answer is no. This is a logical. It's not a logical question. Okay. But it's a. Like, it's something that you could imagine being asked. Sure. But I don't know if it's ever been asked. I'm going to say it's been asked. Okay. Yeah. Here is the question. Okay. I will, I will A, type it in, but B, I also want your answer. Okay. Uh, are there any doctors in the world who earn more money than Dr. Dre? Oh, shit. Wow. See, I think that question, I think that's a question that will be answered. And my guess is that that maybe has not been answered. My guess is that there are just because sometimes people who have PhDs, you know, are just 
Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody with a PhD who's richer than Dr. Dre. Medical doctor, probably not. <laughs> Anyone who's actually doing anything to help. Yeah. But I'm sure there's someone who's just like living in Brunei right now who's it's just gonna, like a fucking rich It's going to be a TED talk in that, right? Oh, yeah. And the fact great. that Dr. Yeah. Dre yeah. is the highest paid yeah. doctor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, if it was Dr. Dre's without borders, <laughs> <laughs> then people would get behind it. Yeah. We're going to find out who the fuck TED is and get into these talks. Uh, there is. The top medical doctor um, in the world uh, is estimated as uh, $21 million. Oh, Jesus, God. Uh, but Dr. Dre is worth like, <laughs> okay, what, Dr. Dre net worth. 400 of those doctors. Yeah. Uh, I think Dr. Dre, according to the internet, that question had never been asked, by the way. It had not No, been. it had okay. not. Uh, and the, the second thing is... Uh, I think there will. I think the answer to the question will be that there is no doctor in the world who earns more money than Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is the highest paid doctor in the world. Okay, I mean, I yeah, I guess he's a very rich doctor. Fuck, I'd let him like look. I'd let him examine me. Okay, um, <clears throat> Dr. Dre's net worth. Yeah, seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit! I got a little <laughs> snort out of me. I used That's... to I used to work out next to him at the gym. Well, he the, was into like a lot of that HGH to... shit too. Oh mate, he looked like he. It was That's what happens on. when your income is headphones <laughs> that you don't have to do shit with anymore. Right. Yeah, you just all of a sudden are like, you're like I'm just gonna fucking get huge. Yeah. I'm just gonna spend all day at 24 hour fitness. Right. Just fucking lift weights. He looked. Yeah, he looked a bit. It does. I, I mean, that's not a look that I think. It's very easy for a guy who's never going to look like that to say that that's not a look that I find appealing in any way. Yeah. But that's not a look I find appealing anyway. No, it's enormous. I yeah, like, Trey. Yeah. You know what? You're worried that people are going to forget about you, but you forgot about. <laughs> forget you, about. You, you, you forgot about, about pancakes. Yeah, you forgot. That's what yeah. you forgot about. You forgot about a bag of Doritos right. and a nap right after. Remember when you used to smoke pot all the time and you like forgot about thinking about going to the gym and then forgot. saying fuck it because there's a marathon of a TV show you love on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You forgot about Domino's. <laughs> you forgot about Papa John's. What about this would that, be Dre? A great. This would be a great thing to break onto yeah. Dr. Dre's property and just talk to him outside of his window. And say these things. What about the things you forgot about, Dre? Huh? How about that? Yeah. And you know what, Dre? If you don't make these changes, I will forget about Dre. Right. Yeah. I, I'm willing to not forget about Dre, but I have a list of demands of my own. All I do is think about Dre. Right. <laughs> Get your hand off of me, sir. Get your goddamn hand off of me. The reason that I have pointed out these faults is I've thought about Dre so much that these things <laughs> yeah. have arisen. I'll never forget about Dre, Dre. <laughs> okay, Dre. <laughs> he should make like little uh, Hanukkah dreidels that are just his head. Oh yeah, Dr. Yeah. Dreidels. Dr. Dreidels. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh dear. I uh, mean, <laughs> I write. I write for Mad Magazine. <laughs> Where is this audience, Dr. Dreidels? <laughs> Memento too. Guy Pierce forgets about Dre. <laughs> he just looks at his arm and says Dre. Says Dre. What? <laughs> the fuck is that supposed to do? 
<laughs> and then the whole th- day yeah. is just him piecing all that back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day. <laughs> Forgets yeah. about Dre yeah. again. Yeah. I forgot about Day. <laughs> oh, and of course, that Bill Murray film, uh, Groundhog Dre. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a story of a man repeating the same day where he forgets about Dre. Oh, man, Groundhog Dre. <laughs> a guy who learns all about Dre. Yeah, yeah. Did not know about Dre in the morning. Yeah. Spends all day becoming an expert each day increasingly on yeah. Dre. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, forgets about you Dre. Forget about Dre, uh, yeah. What a- man, I-, I would try to one-up the Groundhog Dre, but... <laughs> And I was working in my head. I was working on a little bit of like you know when he's the cyborg who travels back in time and uh, <laughs> Terminator Two Judgment Tray. But I think Groundhog Dre, <laughs> Groundhog Dre's really, really, really done it for me over here. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if Groundhog Dre works, then grab, grab judge, but Groundhog Dre has memory involved in it. Right. I mean it's true. Yeah. It's I mean but it, I think it's the gold standard for our Dre puns. I think the initial like, you know, franchise always makes sense, but after a while. Yeah. I mean, they're making a sequel to Jurassic World. Yeah. Like how Jurassic Universe. Like how do you <laughs> Di- like the dinosaurs literally, in space. What what happens? Are people going back to the park again? I, I Come really, on guys. Yeah. <laughs> what what this what the new one should just be is like excerpts from the courtroom trial. Like it should just be like testimony yeah. of the people. Like I understand, but I was tro- I was I did a job I was told to do. Yeah, it should be get Oliver Stone to do it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> like <laughs> like it's behind Jurassic World. Yeah, the yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. Like- yeah, Jurassic World, the real story. And she was wearing high heels, completely inappropriate for someone in a position. Why would you put a couple of kids inside of a thing made of glass in a park with dinosaurs, sir? Answer the question, sir! (laughs) Show us the dinosaur's mouth! We want the tooth! Why would you keep saying that it's your first genetically modified dinosaur when every dinosaur in every one of the movies has been a genetically modified dinosaur? I told you we found those initial ones in Amber. <laughs> like, like the jury's like, what the fuck is going on? What's happening? <laughs> what I loved is they kept the same mistake. I did read this on the internet because people now send me things that are wrong with, you know, Jurassic World. And uh, do you need another drink? No, I'm good, actually. Okay, so... um, uh, but apparently in the initial Jurassic uh, films, the mosquito that they show that is the one that, you know, had the yeah. dinosaur DNA. Yeah. And they're still using that mosquito to get uh, um, the, the DNA. They uh, are still using the one mosquito. Yeah. So, but apparently... Thank that, God he had such a big tummy. Well, this is my favorite thing is that mosquito, apparently according to the internet, uh, that mosquito is not a bloodsucker. And secondly... Uh, that mosquito, like, you can keep that blood for, like, a million years and the dinosaurs were, like, 500 million yeah. years or whatever. Like, yeah. So, like, it, like, they've really hung on to this thing that did not make sense in the first place. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I kind of admire your stubborn refusal to yeah. correct anything. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's just got to be, nah, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, we know it's wrong on every level, well, it, but... Fuck it. I mean, Michael Crichton was a dude who was just like, I'm going to write a fucking crazy book. And then died. And now they're like, well, we can like keep extracting from this. <laughs> like, yeah. 
He never thought, I mean, it would be like, it's like the Verve when they stole the sample from the Rolling Stones. They were like, we've made nine albums. Nobody gives a fuck about us. Bring the lawsuit. Right. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) they had a hit on their hands, and then the Rolling Stones were like, we got all the money for this from now on. Do you understand that reference? Yes, I do. Okay. Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah. By the Verve. Yes. And their other song was The Drugs Don't Work. Yes. And they were actually not that bad about it. No, not bad. uh, But yes, they... Pretty much ripped off. Sorry, I've made you like uh, uh, you're doing a thing now. You're mirroring. I've got an itchy nose. Oh, and I've did been, I start like, doing it? And I've been scratching my nose, and now you started scratching your nose. I thought it was like a. I thought it was a tell. I thought we were gonna go to do bumps in the bathroom. I wasn't sure. <laughs> you know, the I mid- was just telling you I'm in. Yeah, the yeah. mid the, the mid <laughs> Yeah, well, what we always do. <laughs> like, yeah. We take a break, do a tremendous amount of cocaine. cocaine. You know, figure out some stuff for a few hours, right. jump back on. You know, yeah, when we're back. Yeah, and we're back. You know, the huge. Yeah. Uh, did people not know that these take 18 hours to record? Right. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it is just coke and meth. I mean, obviously. I mean, is there anyone doing cocaine and uh, doing a podcast, do you think? Uh, probably, but I think I've done, uh, I think I've been on podcasts for sure with people that have been on cocaine. And... It's not conducive. <laughs> no. Because, because cocaine is not a drug that like, is conducive to anybody else's talking, period. Right, yeah. It's, it's a very solo... Like, like if you're on cocaine with people, you have conversations with right. them. But the next day, you both know that they were meaningless and you were basically just competing a word count. Right, essentially. Well, I mean, yeah. Your conversation is very much like uh, people doing an exhibition bout of fighting or... Like, you know, it's a dance, you know, it's a, it's a choreographed sword fighting scene from an old fashioned, you know, there's no, there's not a real connection, right? You're juicing like Dre at the gym. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then you, you solve a bunch of bullshit. You're like, yeah, okay. I'm going to do that for sure. (laughs) Like, whereas I feel like, I don't even know if this is connected, but when you take mushrooms, Uh, I feel like anytime I take mushrooms, I leave there with something like, I'm going to do that differently. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I mean, well, that's why later on in my life, you know, because when I was in my 20s and stuff, like we were like, I mean, that was the 90s and like ecstasy was really the biggest thing, you know, like around, but because I never smoked pot. um, I never smoked pot when I was... uh, uh, like really at all like before I was 30 like maybe yeah a couple of times but like it never stuck you know but I was like going out and stuff and like well, yeah, why have... was that was that just because you were just kind of like I mean a couple in... of things like because when I started like drinking and stuff it was like weed was sort of the, the thing that was also around with drinking there was definitely weed around but I did see it so, sorry that moved no, out. there was definitely weed around and but I, I kind of did see I think that my motivation like was like a lot of guys that were doing comedy and stuff, particularly when I started doing comedy in, in Australia, because comedy wasn't really a job and no one really saw it as a job. Right. You really, if you just wanted to smoke weed all day and like play video games or fucking yeah. do whatever and still call yourself a comedian and do like a gig every now and again, yeah. you kind of could. Yeah. And so people did. Right. And I was like, that's not really. It's my almost jam. like the steroid is not doing the drug. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, that was my version of, yeah. of dry the on the road. Was like, I'll just not put on the ankle weights, right. I guess, and go for a yeah. jog. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. 
I could get my legs strong enough that I could run with ankle weights, yeah. or yeah. I could just win the race. Just not put on the ankle weights. Just go win the race. Take care. So I decided, like, I really didn't start like uh, pot until like I I kind of needed to slow down a bit when my lifestyle was actually so hectic that like it kind of was used. You know, it was like good for me that yeah, I could it was, come. It meant you were on, you had a recess. Right. Cause I was yeah. going a little crazy with all the work I was doing and yeah. like not being able to, like, you know, getting home after, you know, particularly because you do that sort of thing where I would caffeinate all day because you're so tired or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then like at night you've been doing gigs and stuff and you can't yeah. sleep. Yeah. And then you're just like, yeah. So it was really useful to me in that regard. But for like, sure. as an that, adult, I, I find it so useful for that now. Right. Yeah. And as a result, like, uh, you know, drug-wise, I was, I was thinking about this today, like, weirdly enough. I was just, like, having this thought today. I was like, I really don't really take many drugs anymore. Yeah. Like, and most of the last times that I have have all been, like, kind of big psychedelic right. for a reason – yeah. life you know changing moments totally. whether it was like the dmt stuff or the yeah. mushrooms or the whatever yeah like they've all been like you know psychedelic experiences and they've all kind of been for a point or for a reason yeah which i was like that's really interesting how like i mean you know i still and i mean obviously i'm still smoking pot but like and i still drink i mean yeah. like i have plenty of for sure vices yeah. but but you know my point is that like in that regard like i'm not you know, I'm not going to parties where people are doing coke or, or taking, like, whatever people take, smoking ice. Yeah. Like, when I see all this stuff about people being on meth, I'm like, you know what? I don't see meth. Yeah. And I don't just, know well, where I go like, or I what people... I just dodged such a bullet, like, by just never being around. Like, when I was in high school, I, like... Like, well, my family... Like, you know, my family's fucking English. So, in England, everything started, like, three years behind where it would start where I lived in in America. Right. So I'd go to England, like I'd be like, you know, 12 and I'd go to England and like my buddies would be like, you're still a virgin. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm still right. a virgin. I'm 12. And they'd be like, 12. oh, you'll lose it sometime, mate. Don't worry, mate. You'll lose it. You'll lose it. And I was like, right. no, I'm not. I'm 12, right. you know? And then they were smoking weed early. Right. And that was getting... mostly because they'd been raped by prominent <laughs> British entertainers or politicians. Look, Gary Glitter's catalog speaks for itself. Yeah. Okay? You you pick. Do you want a world without Gary Glitter? They or do you met, want a world with a few Right. They met they met children. a member of the royal family. Yeah. That was nice. Oh, come on. Oh, come, it, on. come on. Crown jewels glitter. Right. Bring in Gary. <laughs> it just makes sense. Um but so when I was in high school, uh -huh. like I ended up getting caught with like weed, so I couldn't Oh. So okay. I got drug tested uh -huh. for like three years of my high school. So I totally stopped smoking oh, weed. Oh, shit. So how does that shit go down? How often do they drug test you? It was not frequent, but it was like the threat is enough. Right. But because, also weed stays in your system for ages. Yeah, so. and like when I was in high school, like there was there were some cheats, you know, but it was like, yeah, I right. would, you know. You don't want to start I, going. One time I used You don't want to start going down that like. No. Oh, you, you better I, I say. Did. Yeah, I used uh, another kid's piss one time. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because when it first was going down. Whose piss was it? Uh, a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine named Brian. Uh, um, so, so basically, I got in trouble at school. Was he like? Was he a friend? Friend or was like? Did you ask? The, did you ask him? Were you like? I think actually, his who name came was up Chris. with the plan? How do you? Well, the plan is ridiculous. Yeah. The actual plan is ridiculous because the plan was to take the pee, but then you got to think about how hot the pee has got to be. So then you got to heat the pee up. So wow. the pee got put in an oxy bottle. 
like a pimple cream bottle. Uh-huh. Not that I had pimples, but you know, you get the occasion. All right, that works. Hey, don't worry. Yeah. And um, so I emptied that, cleaned that, yeah. put the pee in there, uh, put it in my pants, went in there, wasn't sure what the deal was going to be. Uh-huh. And some, and, and oh, and when I took a shower, put it in a, the water in the sink, which was heated. I heated the water. So I let it sit there for a while, kind of tested the difference, you know, the pee t- temperatures. And timed oh, yeah. it out to heat it a little too much, so that when I got there, it was around ish what right. I was hoping for, oh. and uh, and then I was unsupervised. But <laughs> but but then once I got away with also, that, also I love the the idea that like in your mind, the person oh, who's assessing it will, is an will, expert on the exact when, temperature when, when you, of urine. When you when you think, but well, there's a hang on. Yeah, yeah, but when this okay, is two or imagine, three degrees. But imagine though, imagine. Like if someone's like, "Will you're going to jail," you could you'll come oh, yeah, up yeah. with the worst jail scenario oh, no. possible for yourself if there's yeah, no specifics. So in my head, right. someone is like, "All right," and this is Felicia. She'll pull out your dick, right. and uh, she'll hold your dick while you piss in here. Then uh, we're gonna make sure it's coming out of your dick. We're gonna film. You know, you're just like, <laughs> where does it stop? But somehow it worked. <laughs> There's also a camera crew. They're do, they're, look, they're, they're, they're shooting like B-roll and a documentary just we, mostly for the DVD. Yeah, almost. yeah. So And because you're here, you've automatically signed a waiver. So anyway, they'll be filming your dick. Um, well, I was going to put little hats and stuff on your dick. This is a show we really we, – we, it's called – Hats uh, on Dicks. It's called Hats on Dicks, yeah. and it's good. It's it is good. a good show. We've got to a, be honest, we came up with the name first. Yes. To be, yes. Also, <laughs> we also make uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which yep. will be a show in the future. <laughs> um, so, so I beat it. I beat that one. Uh-huh. But then I had to clean it up for the rest of high school and not smoke weed. Right. And – and that was weird. So then when I went to college, I, like, didn't do any drugs, really. And then I started to do, like, cocaine and stuff like that. But then the older, but then quit that. And then the older I get, the more it's, like, what you're saying. Like, when I take a drug, it's, like, I want to have a experience that I walk away from it with something. Right. And I have had. Like, that's the other thing that I would say about it. Like, and I'm not, like, I always am a little hesitant to talk too much about this stuff because like yeah personally like for me to be able to say i have mostly had positive experiences with these things does not mean that that will be a universal experience and i understand the inherent dangers and risks and it would be terrible if something went wrong and all those sort of things and i would feel very guilty about you know family members and hurting other people like you know i mean like all those sort of things no you need to work yourself uh like you don't want to just jump into the deep end with that right you know yeah exactly yeah Yeah. any hallucinogen or any like extreme out of body shit you've got to be in a place in your life where you're like i i think there is something that i need to unlock within me from this experience totally you almost have to be kind of like almost go into it with a kind of you don't have to have a, a specific sense of what that is yeah but just kind of in a place in your life where you you're like i've done this on purpose you don't just walk in to the boxing ring and just fight fight floyd Med, floyd mayweather jr right whose name came out real easy there right like unless you're a woman yeah. yeah no for jesus <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, unless you're an uppity woman unless with opinions, yeah, yeah, oh, gee. <laughs> yeah, not, not a not a hero, not a yeah, hero. No, <laughs> a lot of women hoping they for, can forget about May. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they might have to go see the doctor after they date. <laughs> 
Turns out Dr. Dre's written a letter to all these women. Yeah, yeah. You should stop getting with that guy Floyd. <laughs> Come Get be with, with the, the doctor. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's his standard letter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everything. It's like it's basically the right. letterhead. Yeah, and in fact, like down the the bottom, it's actually written like it's typed the doctor, but yeah. he crosses it out and yeah. it just writes Dre. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The 9-11 of men. Never forget. (laughs) Don't you ever. (laughs) But, but, okay, but yeah, you're, you're right. People should not just jump in. But I do often think that, like, um... If it were to be a thing, like it, almost if you look at like weed in the States, right? right? Like it was a thing that was so crazy. People, you know, know, you know, you're in trouble if you do it. To now it's become like a sociological experiment where all these people smoke pot who maybe haven't before. Like anytime I go to the weed store, I'm like, this dude looks like a guy who like... <laughs> Should not be here, right. uh, you know. Like this guy looks like a father of two, like or you know some like. But this is kind of the thing that I. I mean, this is the thing that, like, all you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be surprised if you saw that guy at the bottle shop, like at the liquor store, right? No, no, yeah. right? Of course not. No. And this is the only thing that I like. I'm not saying it's not damaging, or I'm not saying it, it's not no. without its risks or whatever, like. But my point is this, that, like, we're we're fine with people walking in and buying, like, three bottles of wine or, yep. like, you know, a case of beers or yep. whatever or, like, a bottle of Jack Daniels or whatever. Yep. It should not be any different. That guy with no. two kids. No. Like, it's the, probably the, actually better the, that he, like, had the, a joint to help him totally. sleep and then, like, you but know. But I, I almost think the same stuff with, like, the hallucinogen shit. Like, if you could adapt that culturally to a place where it was just a little more acceptable and understood, right. more people would be able to do it. And I think it opens like it almost opens like an empathy valve in you, and I think that that would just create a, you know. Well, I mean, this is a the, world where we would not forget about Dre. I mean, that's the most important revelation you get out of it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You come back and you're like, I gotta write him a letter. I mean, that would be the dear best. Dre. Please stop fucking with that Snoop dude. <laughs> you need to come be with the Gareth. <laughs> that would be the. I mean, it would be the worst because yeah. all those. Processes, particularly like ayahuasca and like uh, DMT and all those yeah. sort of things, where you, like it, there's a sort of like process to it. And you, yeah. But it would be lovely to devalue everybody's like spiritual experiences that yeah. experience yeah. where coming back and when well, everyone's like, "What did you learn?" Well, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I met these like I felt like I was in another dimension and there was these creatures here <laughs> and their message was." Dude. <laughs> 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 like I'm really like they said they gave me this message and because like everybody who's had that experience is there like oh yeah he's about to like you yeah. know share the same thing <laughs> yeah. that we're all here yeah. to say and whatever and but they got me in close and like I I realized that like I'd seen my own birth they and my put own these death headphones and on me. and I uh, and they said don't forget about drugs <laughs> huh do you want to buy some headphones for 140 dollars. Forget about dry. It's it is a matter of time. Hey guys, do you know what Waddle is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're selling them shit. So then I remembered Dre and sold them a bunch of waddles. You guys saw your relatives from another realm? 
That's interesting. You know when... uh, Mine was like a two-hour infomercial for headphones, essentially. Dre wrote a letter about his DMT experience, and he met his relatives from another world, and he said, hang on, no one's making any money out of this? (laughs) You need to come work with the doctor. (laughs) Then he brought his family from another galaxy. Right. It's a matter of time until, like, marketing and branded shit figures out a way to get into, like, extreme hallucinogenic experiences. You know, when you're in another realm, you're, like, in a jungle learning about what your makeup is. And then someone's like, boy, a beautiful burger sure light in this moment, huh? And you're like, what the fuck? McDonald's. That's right. We've got a bunch of new burgers and a bunch of new patties. We're excited about this fall. Come into McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> you're like, what? I was just, Wait. I love the idea of Dr. Dre as an interdimensional time traveler. <laughs> the third dimension. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I just like the idea. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Dre is the new, like, Dr. Who? Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> the cross. Dr. Oh, Dre who? Dr. Dre versus Dr. Who. <laughs> That's... And the whole time Dr. Dre misses it. It's almost like a who's on first scenario with him. Dr. Who. Who? Exactly. No, I'm saying Dr. Who. Yep, we're going to go meet up with him. Who? Doctor Who. Oh, and Who? the whole time there's a running joke that Doctor Who keeps forgetting about what he's... Like, that's the storyline. <laughs> yeah. That, like, yeah. Yeah, he forgets about Dre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who? Uh, I'm not going to lie. This show was not good. Uh, it was very weird and uh, took a lot of strange turns. We went through two weeks where we just based all our decisions on wordplay. <laughs> And shooting it was a nightmare because nobody understood what was going on, um, which was a tr- which was troubling. And Dre, were, I actually saw Dre and Snoop and Eminem and uh, oh, in concert, in concert. Okay, I was like, this story's great. Uh, oh yeah, in concert and the uh, hologram of Tupac. Oh, at, what the fuck! At Coachella, I was there at that gig. The one where they showed the Tupac. Uh, no, I, I've okay. I've for uh, I'm a little overwhelmed. I feel a little starstruck right now because you saw the Tupac hologram. Yeah, but we were, loved, we, were, we were leaving too. I loved the Tupac hologram. Yeah, a lot. It was the best. But my what I always wondered was, what if you were tripping, and you saw the Tupac hologram? Oh, people were tripping. There's no doubt about it. So there it. had it to like be somebody. There had to be somebody who thought it was the Machiavellian shit, and that Tupac was literally there. Mate. Uh, uh, I mean, there had to be there had 100 to be, people? There had to be someone on stage who thought that. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop thought it. Snoop, Snoop thought was it. was like, man, I told you he'd be back, dog. <laughs> Snoop's, I told you he'd be back. Snoop still doesn't know. Yeah, Snoop's like, Snoop's man, like, Pac ain't texting me back, man. Snoop literally <laughs> has been living with like with uh, Tupac's hologram. Yeah. Like in a sort of yeah. like sixth sense, Bruce Willis has been dead the whole time, <laughs> sort of like. But they're just like, yeah. Yeah. they're filming a reality season it's series. It's Snoop and the hologram of Tupac that, Tup- that uh, Snoop doesn't know is a hologram. Yeah. That's, that's actually a good series. And then, well, and then the season finale is that, that Snoop finds out he is a hologram and he just goes to the window and he pulls the blinds down. And he looks out and he goes, Man, I wasted all this time with Tupac. I forgot about Dre. 
And then Dre's, Dre's just down there on the street. Dre's hanging out with a hologram Dre. He's like, man, you're the shit. And Dre's like, man, you're fucking killing it, dog. He never forgets about me. <laughs> He's like, I found a guy who never forgets about me and loves me. He's like, I love us. He's like, we're a good team. Anyway, <laughs> we got to go see the doctor. Doctor who? No, you forgot about me. And no, we're not making another one of those. You know what? This bit, bit works better now. There's two of us. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> We're Doctors Dre's. <laughs> and the people are you're the you're Doctor Dre's. Oh no, it's uh Doctors Dre. Doctors Dre. We're, I think you'll find we're Doctors Dre. We're Doctors Dre. It's like Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> Doctors Dre. <laughs> Oh man! All right, we, uh, hang on. Well, we, yeah. All right, we'll have a pause. All right, we'll have our traditional okay, fair. break. Great. <laughs> Uh, so this is the bit in the middle of the show right? that we recorded at the end of the show. Yeah, so we've but, already done the whole show and now we're recording a, a middle bit. Right, but yeah. but you guys are hearing this in the middle. Yeah. So if you're listening to it in the logical order, yeah. uh, then you're hearing this in the middle, but we recorded it at the end. Yeah. So you're hearing it before the bit where we later discuss right. that we are going to do this bit. Yes, so we've already set up that we do this bit, but right. you're hearing this before that, so you right. hear that set up at the end of this. But it's like time traveling... But through your ears. Right. But when we set that up later on, yeah. we mentioned, well, you mentioned. Yeah, what we should do. Yeah, you say, oh, but they will have already heard this bit. Yeah. So this is actually right now. It's a connective bit, but it's a backwards connection. Right. That's Yeah. Yeah, that's basically, yeah, I, so I, get, I guess that's basically what we're saying. Right. So the point is that this is a two-parter and this is the cliffhanger in between. Right. Where we sort of do like the sweep stuff where we sort of tease what's coming up because who oh, yeah. knows what's coming up. Who knows what's coming yeah, up? We do. We do. Yeah. So what will happen? Will, will, and I, will Will and Gareth get into a big fight? About Kevin Costner? <laughs> will, will Will and Gareth discuss a rapper who isn't the one we've talked about ad nauseum? It, it, Drake? That's the one. Yeah. The guy uh, with lint pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's got a ghostwriter. Did you see that? That's a big controversy this week. Apparently, Drake... You got a Nicolas Cage? Drake's got a ghostwriter. No, not ghostwriter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I misunderstood. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Anyway, don't don't forget about Drake either. Yeah, neither. Hey, you m- should just change it to Dr. Drake. <laughs> Okay, now we're just doing a new, now we're just doing a, a we can't just do a podcast in the middle of the two parter podcast. So maybe we can. Maybe that's a new thing. Maybe that's the this is the inception yeah, of podcast. The podcast within the podcast. Holy shit! It's podception. Oh my god! Yeah. Let's go deep. You've got to go deep in. This is like With the this. you got to get in. You know what I mean? Like. The further in you go, the more you'll learn. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> this is, we're going underground, man. We're going deep, man. Yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. All right. That was yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So there's another part. So I put the, yeah, okay. So this There'll be is, another oh, part yeah. coming up. There'll be another, oh, yeah. We said we were going to have a break, but it yeah. turns out that was the end of the episode. Oh, that's the point of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? We can probably plug again. Yeah, I mean, okay. for the first time. Oh, okay. So then later the li- we'll be again. <laughs> there's a live dollop this Thursday yeah. night at Nerd Melt. Because this one 9 will definitely come special out. guest, yeah. Al Magical, 
And uh, yeah, if it comes out he's tomorrow, great. he's great. He's amazing. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm at More the Irvine Improv uh, tomorrow yeah. night at 8 p.m. opening for Eddie Eft. Yeah. Oh. Wednesday evening. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, previous guest Charlie as well. And of course, you can catch my free will shows uh, at Sydney at the end. More. Please come and see that. And uh, then after that, the PCEC in Perth and, uh, you know, some other stuff later in the year. Okay, uh, Gareth. <laughs> this is amazing. There you go. I love the middle bit. I mean, I think we'll remember, like, if it, as if it's not hard enough to remember what we talked about. Yeah. This, this is just adding. Uh, it's amazing what we've done today. Man. <laughs> <And> yeah. 